0: Welcome to Creative Psychopaths, a horror movie podcast and the world's premier kitchen for horror sandwiches. What are horror sandwiches? Well, it's a lovely movie filling surrounded by two slices of chatty goodness. My name's Mark, and as always, I'm surrounded. As I say, joined by Matthew. Hello, surrounded, surrounded by Matthews everywhere I'll take I look. It. Yeah, that's yeah, nice. That yeah, yeah. Um, how you been? How are you? Whoa, what's What's crack lacking? Is that a thing
1: keeping going? We're doing, we're doing what we're doing.
0: Yeah, it's a weird month, isn't it? February always feels a bit sort of, uh, and you have to love people or something.
1: Oh, we're recording on Love Day. The uh, the January momentum, uh, you know, the good things about January. That's that's still rolling, just about. So I think oh, we're Lovely. I'm doing too bad. Yeah. Talking about
0: that, I have to come in with a weight update, and uh, sadly there were no losses this week. Uh, I've come in with a bit of a maintain, but I've been away for the weekend in Scotland, and sort of, you know, just wasn't really paying attention too much to what I was uh, eating. So I think I'll I'll take a I mean. The, the Scottish
1: cuisine is not one that lends itself to to lean muscle, is it? Yes. <laughs>
0: No, it's a it, it's a bit fried isn't it? it's a bit sort of fried. Um, well, not as a general rule, but um, I did eat a macaroni pie, which was nice. Yeah, I think I had one of them when I was in Scotland too. Yeah, you can't. It it, it shouldn't work, but it does.
1: Um, uh, there's a little a little pie shop in Edinburgh. Oh, uh, which I think we got. I got one that a little pie man.
0: Hello there. Here's my little pie. Sorry um yeah no so there you go so uh i'm not gonna i'm not gonna complain of that because i did pop a few things in my mouth oh, oh. <laughs> anyway everyone while you're here uh before we get cracking in this lovely delightful podcast don't forget about all the social medias the facebooks and such like instagram I think there is a Threads account, but I don't post on it. <laughs>
1: yeah, I don't think you're the only person with a Threads account who doesn't post. I don't even know what it's for,
0: to be quite honest with you. I, I, I still don't really understand it. Um, and, you know, if you're new to the show, then uh, drop us a review. Uh, drop us a five-star <laughs> five star review. That's always good, unless you hate it. And then, you know, just don't bother just leave it alone. We've got about your business.
1: Yeah, if you, if you like us, tell your friends. If you don't like us, tell your enemies. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: And if you're here strictly for the film review, I'm going to start putting uh, some lovely time codes in as to as to when the actual film review starts. Because I know a lot of people don't like the whiffle. Um, is it whiffle? Do we whiffle or waffle? Uh, I don't know. I never know. About both. Yeah, a little bit of both. We're whifflers and wafflers, um, and I don't even know what I'm. I've I've gone completely off track. Um, yes. So, for any of you who aren't subscribed to the Movie Jewel podcast with our friend Peter, um, I'm going to be doing a little quick is it quick draw on there? Uh, quick draw, yeah, yeah. Tuesday, this Tuesday coming up. So get yourself on there, and then you can listen to me. Uh, actually, stay on track for a change and manage to stay on track and give all my lovely answers. Um, that's nice. That'll be, that'll be fun for everyone. Uh-huh.
1: Yeah, I, and, um, yeah. And, but if you, if you just want a hit before that as well, I, I was, I was one of the very first to, uh, to have that uh, particular honor. So you were, I like to think that, uh, the continuing success, uh, Peter's having with that, that, uh, that It's all down yeah. to me, frankly. Well, yeah, I, and I, I would be. hard work, and the fact that he's, you know, he's very good at doing what he does. It's, it's, yeah, and he's his beautiful
0: golden voice. Does. Um, he has a Radio Four voice, doesn't it? He, he does. He does. You you can all look forward to March because he's going to be here for all of March. I think, um, which is nice. <laughs> oh, we'll have a we'll have a month of quality content. It's all quality content. We're we're good. We know what we're doing. We've been here nearly just over two years now. We're we're good lads. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I think we're all right, aren't we? You know, you, uh, I listened back to this and I think those those two sound like good lads. You know, they know. All right. They vaguely know what they're talking about. Um, <laughs> oh, uh, what have I done this week? Virtual reality. I've. I've I borrowed a virtual reality off someone and um the fun thing is you can you can access prime video VR and it sort of it sort of sits you in a cinema. And it really feels like you're sitting and watching on a big screen. So that was fun. You ever done that? that sounds
1: quite interesting. So what so do you like if you turn your head us to the side it like renders like cinema seats?
0: Yeah. Well, they're always there. You're always you're always in it. So if you, even if you turn right to the back of you, it's it's a it's a cinema, um, and you've got control over the lights. So you know when you want to switch the sort of pause buttons off, you turn the lights down in the cinema, and away you go. If you stick oh. your hand up while you're
1: uh, while you're watching it, does it appear on the screen?
0: Uh, not on that, but on so, uh, we we played a roller coaster thing where you get to see your hands, and you can. Wave them in the air while while roller coasting, um, and while listening to Roller Coaster of Love, not by the Chili Peppers, even though that's a better version. I, don't, I just say the Chili Peppers, yeah. yeah, that one. Um, yeah. So if you if you've got a VR, try that. It's fun. It's it, it really it really it really makes it seem like you're seeing in front of a cinema screen. I don't know. I'm I'm intrigued to try that. Yeah. Yeah, because it looks huge as well. You're like, um, wow, that was huge. Um, oh, Anyway, um, let's get into this. Let's get into the first slice of bread. Now, those of you who are long-time listeners, you'll remember that we played a little game. Don't ask me what episode it was, um, where we spun a wheel to find films of a certain genre that we hadn't seen before. And as I recall, I have spun vampires, werewolves, and found footage. And what did you spin again? Ghosts, I think. I
1: think. Uh, ghosts? I think I had four car for one, didn't I?
0: Oh, that's right. Yeah. And monsters, I think. And uh, I think I. Think did I have ghosts or vampires? Ghosts, I think, because I had vampires. Because uh, I know I, I can remember what films I chose, but I can't
1: remember what films you chose. Um, but well, I, do... I, I watched House the, the the Japanese one was one I chose. Uh, uh, another one was uh, Ani Baba, which I've not seen yet. That's right. That was your folk, and then that I think a folk horror. Yeah, Rawhead Rex. I think was your uh, was your last one. That was a that was a monster one. Yes, that was a yeah uh, a terrible film by all accounts that. I can't wait to uh, to dig into. No, me uh, me either. I'm looking forward to it, and when but, we get there, like having having now watched House, I do, uh, you know, coming back to this this question, I do have to ask myself what what the hell could have possessed me to <laughs> to choose that? Because it's a... it's a it's a film that just doesn't fit into any sort of categorization, really, does it? Doesn't... No, nah, and all of them at the same time because it's. Yeah. Mad
0: movie. yeah, I think it is kind of ghosty, um, but you're right. It's, uh, it's, it's nuts. It's nuts. Not unlike this week's movie, which is also nuts. Um, but let's not get ahead of ourselves.
1: So, did you enjoy it though? I I properly properly loved it. Yeah it it was just uh insane in the best way I... like i reckon that you could probably like retool this film like three or four different ways and get a completely different experience out of it yeah like without much difficulty you could do it as a straight up horror if you wanted to you could do it as a straight up comedy if you wanted to <laughs> uh, you could you could probably get a half decent action film out of there yeah yeah uh, and then- and probably a love story too. You know, there there is that much going on there and it's I don't know, like none of it works, all of it works.
0: Yeah. It's incredibly engaging as, as movies go. And some of the bits that are supposed to be scary bits are genuinely scary bits.
1: Yeah, um, and there just seems to be like no consistency of choice or other <laughs> than just to be wacky, essentially.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's sort of hard work to watch as well, but also not as well. You know, like you say, it sort of confirms and denies itself constantly.
1: Like, oh, it's yeah, quite, it's yeah, it really does. Yeah, it's it's an experience that you you can't really explain to someone. I think you've got to just sit down and watch yeah. do it for yourself. Yeah. Um.
0: Well, I watched my found footage movie which was um a film for Anne. i think it's called that it's not called that it's called something else uh be my cat a film for Anne. there you go um which uh i would heard things about but uh, so, so partly that was why i added it to my list because i've been wanting to see it for a little while and um as found footage films go, it's actually really good. Um, it knows what it's it in in terms of being a found footage movie, it it does that effectively. There's no Hollywood involved in this. It's done on a camcorder, you know, and it's unsettling and unprofessional to watch. Um, if you know what I mean. But it also drives itself on well enough with the character and the story. And, you know, when it turns itself to being a horror film and, and and stuff like that and, you know, getting into the main character's mind, it actually works really well. But, you know, going back to what I just said, I think the main thing that I really, really liked about it is that it, it was i know when people say this but it was a love letter to found footage because it was doing it was doing exactly that um you know it's probably not bright which or paranormal activity but i definitely i definitely liked it i mean i like that kind of genre anyway um but i also like it when it's done well
1: uh yeah so what's sort of like the, a, a brief synopsis because it's a film that I'd not heard anything about until you mentioned you well watch it
0: essentially um, the main character who I can't remember the first off of my head is trying to make his own movie um, but he wants Anne Hathaway to star in it but he's filming the movie you know like these are the, this is the part I want you to play and you know this is how I want you to play it. So there are there are bits where he's doing where he's the filming scenes, um, but he's also a psychopath. You know, <laughs> he he's also absolutely batshit crazy, and uh, you know, he's got this way of of having fun with the horrible things that he's doing, like. Um, when you see him doing sort of back, almost background stuff that it, that's only for Anne, and he's showing where he's hit a body and going yes. to the camera and stuff like that, it's, you know, really unhinged character. Uh, but yeah, you know, that's it, really. It all sort of, yeah. And it ends. Would you recommend it? if you really like found footage movies, if you don't, you probably won't get on with it. Um, uh, yeah. Um, so I think you'd really have you to be... You would probably suggest
1: that, that it's not as good as Creep then.
0: Oh, no, it's not as good as Creep. What is... Um, no, it's nowhere near as good as Creep. Um, but I mean, even Creep to a degree, this has got that slight Hollywood quality to it. Um... This one's really truly fan footage. It's just made by it on a camcorder by someone. Um, yeah, I talked a lot about that more than I expected to. Um, but yeah, so I think the next movies on my list are I've got A Girl Walks Home Alone at Night, which I've started, um, but never got around to finishing, that. Wolf which I also started, but fell asleep almost straight away. <laughs> uh, that's not Wolf Cop's problem; that's my problem. I I, I often decide to put a film on without realising that I'm not even awake enough to start watching it. So uh, sadly, Wolf Cop didn't get a look in. Uh, but I'm sure it, it it'll be bad.
1: <laughs> yeah, almost sure.
0: certainly. It's definitely going to be terrible. But I've heard amazing things about A Girl Walks Home Alone at night. Um, I think it's an Israeli movie. Maybe the first Israeli horror movie, maybe. Uh, uh, something it's like that. Iranian, wasn't it? No, oh, there you go, Iranian, yeah. I, think, I, I don't think it's the first... You probably wouldn't
1: take too kindly to you calling it Israeli. I apologise. I apologise. I, A bit I... of geopolitics in there.
0: Yeah, no. I apologize. It was uh, it was Iranian, and uh, yes, I'm very sorry for confusing the two. I wouldn't like if someone said I was Scottish or <laughs> French. I don't know. That could be French. Anyway, um, oh, there you go. That was that was the first slice of bread. A quick a quick first slice of bread. Um, delightful. So, we'll get into this week's movie. Now, we did have another movie planned in, but I was getting slightly um, sick of being depressed the whole time. So, we 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 did a little pivot, didn't we, and um, tried
1: something a bit more fun. No, I'm not well, saying that... We this- also had the problem that we just didn't even begin to expect, is that... There, there are five Thursdays this month.
0: Ah, oh, yes, yes. Which I've...
1: happens in a February or once every twenty-eight years, something like that. <laughs>
0: yeah. Um, I have got an idea
1: for that, though. Actually,
0: there's, um, there's that movie that I really liked that's getting remade this year. So I thought maybe we could look at that. Um. It's getting an American remake. It's always good to remember stuff, isn't it? Um, It'd be uh, Speak No Evil. It's getting nah, like, there, you go. there you go. I figured it would be uh, would be relevant for us to do that. So we might look at doing that. Um, but yeah, <laughs> go back to the depressing. Well, we'll be back to the depressing next week. Um, but this week, we we tried to do something that was slightly more on the body aura side um, than the, oh, I feel like, I feel horrible side.
1: Yeah, the end of the world's coming sort of thing.
0: (laughs) So, uh, I'm going to do away with my joke. I was going to say that we were covering the famous Scottish film, Tetsuo the Iron Brewman. Um, (laughs) I didn't do away with it. I put it in anyway. No, uh, we're covering... Tetsuo the Iron Man from nineteen eighty nine. Um this is a first watch for you, correct? It is, yeah. Yeah. I only watched it for the first time last year and um Yeah. It's definitely a movie that um it's difficult to get an opinion of. Um mm-hmm. but let's do the bits and get into that. So this movie is directed by Shinya Sukamoto. Uh, written by him and produced by him too um oh he stars in it too <laughs> uh the cast is tomorrow taguchi as uh salaryman and um, and let's see shinya tsu <laughs> I just said his name. Uh, Anyway, the director is a young metal fetishist. Um, There are other people in this, but nobody really. No, those are the main two. And to be fair, the salary man is the main main one. Um, I'm sorry for butchering names there. That's um, sadly to be expected, um, because I'm (laughs) uneducated. I don't know. So yeah. Anyway. First time watch for you. Um, Indeed. And uh, how did you find it? Uh, well, it's it's an experience, isn't it? <laughs> it certainly is an experience. Um, I was watching this uh, for the, well, just for the second time today. And some people have said to me that this film is boring. And I, and I was watching it thinking, there were a lot of things you could say about this. But boring is definitely not one of them. Um it doesn't allow you time to get bored, does it? Really? No, I mean you're in and out <laughs> pretty quick. Yeah, uh, but even even while you're watching it, the scenes move too fast, really, for um, for you to go. Well, uh, that would that dragged on. It, it's, uh, it it doesn't do that. It keeps it keeps moving at uh, yeah, at the...
1: frenetic is the word. Yes,
0: yeah. I was going to say breakneck pace, but uh, yeah, you're right, frenetic, but
1: yeah, uh, so it's so it's something that I would I would compare to video drop. I think in terms of what know. we've what we we've covered before. Yeah, uh, you know encroachment on you know bodily autonomy from some uh, male- maleficent outside force. Uh, and it's oh yeah the the question that I find myself asking was how the hell did this ever get made because <laughs> it's like, how do, how do you explain this to someone like oh, it's mostly silent it's not something that you can really hand the script around for I say silent you know n- no dialogue like it it's a film that lives and dies by its visuals and its sound effects. Oh, absolutely, yeah. And it's like how 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 could you draw money up for that? Unless you've just either you know rich already, just got some well connected mates or just someone who's who really liked something you've done before. Because there is no way that this like this this worked before it was the finished product. <laughs>
0: Well, I believe the the director was, um, had been making lots of short films, experimental movie, which, you which this is to a large degree, it's an experimental movie. Um, and he used a little, a little bit of that to put this into a, uh, yeah. I mean, this isn't a film that's got a huge budget, is it? No, no, Uh... not at all. Uh, I think a uh, hundred to one hundred and thirty thousand somewhere like that. So that's very low budget.
1: Yeah, I mean the uh, the, the 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 metal. I want to I want to call them costumes, but at the same time, they're not supposed to be on they? But, but the, the costumes for them look crap. <laughs> you know, they don't. <laughs> but it's. It's in, in such a way that it, it's charming and it really works for it. Yeah. You know, it yeah, doesn't look yeah. like it's uh, a smooth, you know, Terminator style, you know, metal exoskeleton. It looks like this goopy, uh, you know, bionic mess of sort of. It, it looks like a metal infection, doesn't it? I think that's the, the only way. It I think mean, that's the way that it should be described, I guess, because it's—that's what this thing is, isn't it? It's, oh yeah, almost definitely. Uh, yeah, you know, some foreign species uh, in, invading a body to turn it into a big metal mess. Yeah. So yeah, it, it it looks like like that, doesn't it? It looks kind of you know, fuzzy and crusty and like bits of metal. And hype and In all these bits sticking out. Uh, one thing I couldn't quite tell, though, with it being, you know, so you know pretty obviously quite low budget, was whether the, the black and white aspect of it was a stylistic choice. Yes, I, be- I believe so. I believe yeah, so. so. I, I think about it was Clerks, for example, was a film that shot on black and white just because the film stock was much cheaper. Yeah, well, maybe that maybe that's true, but I, th- I think
0: um, they used the black and white in this to cover up some of the sort of, um, uh, I wouldn't say cover up bad effects, but to cover up some of the things like you know where it's clearly tin foil and stuff like that. It just seems yeah. to, it seems to add something to it being in black and white. But uh, yeah, no, I like I was saying though, but the, the, uh, this this film won a grand prize in the in an Italian film festival and then from there on you know being that it was the 80s and stuff it sort of gained no notoriety Being people just passing around um you know videos that you couldn't get hold of which was the sort of way at the time and it just just gained a sort of cult cool following and has done ever ever since so uh it's a movie that survived that certainly survived and it deserves to survive as well because it's you know, I, really, I, I, it's almost one of those films where you can't say I really liked this, but, um, you know, I guess uh, I also enjoy watching it. Uh, yeah, if that makes any sense, it's very difficult to say. Cause, like you said, there's very little plot in this. It doesn't, uh, it doesn't lend you to, um, go. Oh, wonder what that was about. I mean, it's clearly very sexual in nature, right?
1: Yes, it's. Uh, <laughs> I, I think that the probably the most awkward parts of the film, you know, did in, did involve that that sexual aspect of it. Yeah, uh, which you know isn't isn't particularly comfortable, and I think that's probably where. Most of the horror comes into it, uh, yeah, for, for sure, for sure. Yeah, so I think the film is, you know, it, it's a bit too uh, chaotic for us to really empathize with with the main guy, you know, during you know th- those scenes of like transformation and things like that. Uh, so I, I think that that's where a lot of the horror comes in, in that it. Is when it's playing off against other characters.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, there's 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 no one in this to root for because you you don't know who's in the right, who's in the wrong, what's actually going on. It doesn't. There's no plot to it, really. Uh,
1: it just no. But it's, it's mostly based around this, Yeah, this idea of you know the. uh M- ma- machinery is taking over, essentially. Uh, yeah, it's taking over the world, and it, it it will get to the point where it takes over the person too. Uh, yeah, and and I thought that kind of put it in a, in a weird place in time, really, because you know, for me, I would have thought that by you know nineteen eighty nine, no, it's kind of those worries were kind of done, weren't they? We, we'd had, you know, the the big uh, sort of consumer electricals boom, say, you know, of the eighties, mm-hmm. and you know, car ownership was it was not at its highest, but it was certainly, you know, had grown a long time previously to this to the point where it was normalised. You don't think that. Wasn't to the point where machinery you would think was encroaching; it kind of already been done. Yeah. So, and you'd think that the threat, you know, or the, the issue on the horizon for this was, was silicon. It was you know it was the computer chip and 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 what what was going to happen with there. But also, I guess a man turning into metal is a bit more cinematic and a bit scary than a man turning into sand.
0: <laughs> oh, very true, very true. I must admit, I, I I always sort of taken from it that it's got something to do with the uh, sexually transmitted disease as well. Um, the 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 two people in this that seem affected both have some uh, piece of metal end up in their you know, sort of bloodstream, really. Um, be it a sort of piece of a shaver or whatever. That yeah, ma- I guess that. Does where, put
1: whatever it, that metal bar is, um, does not uh, put it at a time of, uh, you know, at the AIDS crisis, doesn't it? So it's something that was, yeah, a hot button issue at the time, and so I, I guess that that does put it in a place. Your know, place in time that, yeah, it's more in keeping with with when it came out,
0: and it, it feels it feels like there's something of a, a of a gay relationship between the two men towards the end as well. So I think I don't know whether there's something in that or not. Whether I'm you know, well, you said there might be. So good, I'm clever, maybe. Um. <laughs> I tell you what, though this movie has got uh, has got a very early doors. Has got one moment that makes me almost want to be ill, and uh, we we see the sort of second Iron Man guy, wherever he whatever he's actually called, the metal fetish fetishist, I think, and he drags that metal bar through his teeth. Oh um, uh,
1: yeah, that's that's pretty horrible.
0: <laughs> yeah, I think that's the the one bit in the movie that makes me go ah. I, I was, I was, I was not a fan uh, of that.
1: <laughs> I had quite a few of those bits myself.
0: <laughs> yeah, I think at one point someone was chewing on a fork as well. So, and it, that made me feel a bit funny. Made my feelings go a bit funny. Um, <laughs> yeah. So it has a few. Of, it has a few of those moments. And um, yeah, I'm sure. Whether we've covered much plot, uh, I think we've I think we've done pretty well there, considering it's a film with no plot, and you know, well, there's a lot no, go- there's a lot going there was a lot going on, but it zips by very quickly.
1: Yeah, I mean, there's so there's so much to, yeah. to this film, but also at the same time, I think there is, you know, an awful amount that is. Obscured uh, and hard to sort of pick through and work out on your first viewing.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, this was my this was my second viewing of it, and I, I can't say it came away any more uh, enlightened than the first time that I saw it. Um, I probably, or I probably did enjoy it a little bit more this time because I knew what was coming um so i was able to sort of uh get away from that sort of jarring aspect of it um but i i mean i'd recommend i'd recommend anyone who enjoys horror to watch this because you know if anything it's one to tick off the list but i don't fancy anyone really coming away unimpressed or at least um well, as I said before, I don't think it, you'd be bored watching this. Plus, it's like an hour and
1: seven minutes of your life.
0: That's yeah, even, and I mean, even I
1: better on, than the time uh, ninety. I watched this on a free trial of Arrow Video through Prime, uh, so you, you you can watch it for free if you uh, you so wish. Uh, just make sure you you know remember to turn renewal off. That's how they get you. They do, don't they? They really get you. They really get you.
0: Um. So I did remember to ask on the Facebooks um what people thought about this uh, this movie, and uh, we did all right for comments this time. Uh, Sam said, "Damn it, Mark, I want depressing." Um,
1: but um... sorry, <laughs> I mean it's a bit depressing. Oh yeah, it's not. A, it's not a joyful film, is it? Uh... Yeah.
0: Um <laughs> previous guest of this, um um Vincent. I, I spoke to him to see if he wanted to come on and talk about it. And um <laughs> he said it's coming to something when Tetsuo the Iron Man, slightly less depressing <laughs> than anything else. Um but uh yeah, let's see. Tony said not seen this or the sequel. I didn't even know there was a sequel, to be honest. In years, completely bonkers, but definitely not one I wanted to go and revisit. Uh oh, Vincent talking to the man. A jarring, jagged barrage of discordant images, a cacophonous sounds combined with deranged visual poem of body horror, hedonism, and metallic mutilation. Yeah. Yeah, again. That's he's one of our listeners has said something. Quicker than we did.
1: Yeah, I was kind of, when I was was uh, watching it, I, I was thinking that the only way that I could really describe this film was if the talking heads met Ramstein. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then probably just with a, a, a good dash of guar in there as well. It is quite
0: metal, isn't it? As movies kind of mean. I'm not just metal, metal, but it's like, yeah, this, this will pre-metal.
1: Yeah. Um, with a dash of cyberpunk in it, uh, I think there's just that that also, you know, absurdist kind of Dadaism, yeah uh, that that that's that's prevalent in there.
0: Oh, actually, I I will say I did notice a bit of Cronenberg about this. It was, parts of it re- remind me of The Fly. Um. Yeah. Anyway, uh, let's see. David Hurd. Messed up in the best way. Experimental cinema doing it right. Yeah. He's right. Um. Right. Well. Let's do our review then. What does... Uh, yeah, let's do our review. Um. It's a creative psychopath for me. Because I can't... It's... It... It doesn't live in that shit. Or mediocre section. It, it's just... You know there's nothing else I can give it, really. I was loath to review Threads last week, and I thought most loath to review this, but uh, yeah, yeah, great.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, I don't even know, to be honest with you. (laughs) Because it's, yeah, it is so sort of offbeat and off the wall that, and I don't think he really fits into any sort of categorization or on a first watch, you know. Uh but my instinct was was very much towards liking it. So I I'm I'm saying creative psychopath, you know. Yeah, what I mean? go for it. And not just not just for my own opinion, which I I usually like to think that, you know, I'm I'm pretty capable of flowing of at my own opinion. But uh <laughs> you know, it's the, the the reviews of this film and, and so the legacy that it's left behind is is pretty strong and yeah when when you see that and you you know you are inclined to to like something it, it kind of gives you that that validation to to keep going uh and also I've just had a quick look on on the letterbox page for it and uh the 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 very first film on similar films is video dragon so you know I, I I think that gives me a bit of a bit of credo as well. You've got it. I got it. Yeah. Also Uh, on the list is Mandy and Midsommar of the films that we've covered. uh, Not quite sure how similar it is to Midsommar, but there we are. Well, Mandy's quite experimental, isn't it? I think it's got that same sort of of vibe. Make make the weird choice, uh, sort of attitude to, to the filmmaking. Yeah.
0: What? Well, uh, well let's let's dive out of this into the uh the last slice the final slice and uh, I'm going to have to credit Matthew here for coming up with a really good one. Um so as you know uh some of you have been letting chat gpt decide my movies. Um so we're going to try and ask it the questions that we always ask guests.
1: Yeah, we're going to get to know ChatGPT a little oh, bit. We
0: yeah, are, we are. I don't think I'm going to ask it when it became a horror
1: fan. Um, or should I? Yes. Uh, well, I, I I popped into it what its favourite horror movie was, uh, and yeah. just 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 to see sort of uh, give it a bit of a trial run, a bit of an experiment. Uh, and the first thing it said was, "As an AI language model, I don't have personal preferences or feelings." So okay. I'll I'll um,
0: I'll rephrase the questions then. Right, oh, well, I'm going to ask it. What the get Don't know why I'm talking about like that horror movie. What's the scariest horror movie? The scariest horror movie is subjective and varies from person to person based on individual fears, preferences and experiences. Some commonly cited contenders for the title of scariest horror movie include classics like The Exorcist, Psycho, The Shining and more and modern films like, the, hered- uh, like hered- the Hereditary, *Hereditary*, The Conjuring and The Babadook. Um, oh, there you go. You see, so, it's, it, you know, just like some of our guests, it didn't want to settle on one. Uh, <laughs>
1: And also, I think we've we've had a few of those mentioned as as choices by people. Yeah, you see, it knows. I think we we may be feeding the algorithm.
0: <laughs> right now, I'm going to ask it, "What is the best L in... uh, chain. Let's see. The best kill in a horror movie is also subjective and depends on individual preference and what aspects of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, some iconic kills that um, are often mentioned in discussions include Marion Crane's shower scene in Psycho, the burster yes. scene in Alien, and the head-spinning scene in The Exorcist. Although that's not really...
1: A that's killing. not a kill, though, is it?
0: Yeah, uh, although... it. Uh,
1: I don't understand how it doesn't break her neck. Um, Well, they they don't actually show the full head spinning round, do they? I think for that very reason.
0: Oh, so why do we think it happens?
1: Because it shows us enough for us to put those pieces together. Oh, there we go. Um, It's a pretty good film. I'm into The Exorcist. Yeah, it is, (laughs) yeah. Uh, we really should cover it at some point. So, um, I'm going to ask... Well, you... I, asked, uh, I asked Chat GPT, what's a scary moment in a non-horror movie? Ooh! Uh, and we, we got the reply, one memorable moment... So, one memorable scary moment in a non-horror movie is from Jurassic Park, directed by Steven Spielberg. Oh! In the scene, Dr. Ellie Sattler, played by Laura Dern, and Dr. Alan Grant, played by Sam Neill, are trying to restore power to the park's systems in a dark and stormy night. As Ellie navigates through the maintenance shed, she discovers a seemingly lifeless Velociraptor. Just as she breathes a sigh of relief, another Velociraptor suddenly lunges at her from the shadows, creating a jump-scare moment. The scene is especially effective because it catches both the character and the audience off guard, showcasing Spielberg's skill at building tension and suspense. See, Chat Ch- GPT knows its stuff. Uh, yeah, but I'm surprised it's that one rather than, you know, the kitchen scene or the, you know, the T-Rex bit. Yeah, but
0: but when it said it, I was like, yeah, that is pretty good. <laughs> um, you know, and it's an artificial intelligence. It's, I suppose it's that's got its own opinion.
1: You think they're avoiding, you know, like Terminator and Terminator 2 for these questions, just to throw us off the scent?
0: Oh, I don't know. Um, I've that's ChatGPT, uh, standout effects in horror films. Uh, number one, The Thing. Known for its groundbreaking practical effects by Rob Bottin, The Thing features grotesque and surreal transformations that still impress viewers decades later. Correct. Um, number two, the correct answer, American Wealth in London. This film is renowned for its transformation sequence, which employed... Innovative prosthetics and practical effects to depict the protagonist's gradual metamorphosis into a werewolf. I'm surprised I managed to say that. Uh, the Exorcist, the practical effects used to create and possess Reagan's demonic transformation, including the iconic head spinning scene, remains some of the most memorable horror in history. The Fly. Uh, this film features gruesome and visceral special effects. And portrays the protagonist's gradual transformation into a human-fly hybrid in horrifying detail. Number five, Evil Dead 2. Known for its blend of horror and dark comedy, Evil Dead 2 features innovative and over-the-top practical effects, including grotesque creature designs and elaborate gore. There you go, I think you had some good choices there. Um, I bet you were surprised by Evil Dead 2 coming up. Well, um, I mean I do I do like it. Uh yeah, no, I just thought I just thought I, well, not surprised, but so
1: much um pleased. <laughs> yeah, I reckon so.
0: Well, well
1: I'll, uh, I'll jump on to, to my next one then. Uh which was uh, what would be a good non horror movie to remake as a horror film? Uh, And we got for that one, transforming a non-horror film into a horror movie requires finding elements within the original story that could be twisted or reimagined to evoke fear and suspense. One example could be Home Alone. While the original film is a family-friendly comedy about a young boy defending his home from burglars, it could be remade into a horror film by focusing on the sinister aspects of home invasion and isolation. Imagine a version where the burglars are psychopathic killers instead and the young boy must use his wits to survive a night of terror. This could explore themes of fear, survival, and vulnerability of being alone. Okay, I just want to point out there that Home Alone does have a psychopathic killer in it. And and it's Macaulay Culkin. <laughs> like, oh. he did things that would, would end the lives of those two guys. Oh, yeah, just so like, uh, happens. Without those. fear, he... Like, that. that's already a horror film. Yeah. I, I don't approve of the Wet Bandits, but there is no way that they should have been, well, like blowtorched in the head. And I mean, the second one, he just straight up throws bricks at them, doesn't he? Yeah. Uh,
0: you're right. Yeah. No, he's a prick. Um, and also to be fair, if you want to see that film, you can watch Deadly Games. Of, yeah. There's, there's, there's quite a lot of home invasion horror movies, aren't there? Yeah. But Deadly Games is about as close as you're going to get to that. Um, yeah. It's like called yeah. a Deadly Killer. So I've asked, um, what horror movie needs a sequel? Uh, many horror movies leave room for sequels or explore concepts that could be expanded upon in subsequent films. One such example is The Babadook. Uh, a sequel to The Babadook could explore the origins of a Babadook creature, its connection to other manifestations of fear or the aftermath of of the events depicted in the original film. It can also follow new characters who encounter the Babadook, or further and explore the psychological impacts of facing one's inner demons. Uh, yeah. Okay.
1: Let's watch that's, it. That's actually stumbled upon something quite interesting, and a, and a take on it that I'd like to see. Yeah. <laughs> I've always been kind of on, on the opinion that the Babadook doesn't need it. It did everything it needed to do, but but now
0: chat gpt's convincing. chat
1: gpt's yeah <laughs> i think like that that idea of, of other manifestations is is quite interesting it, and and i think there's there's something there that that would would, would open the door somewhat for for a, I mean, not necessarily a, a you know Babadook sequel as such but something tangential to it, you know, same universe kind of situation would be would be quite interesting now yeah. the Chat GPT has said that. Oh you see? It was a good idea of yours, this. Yeah. Can we can we copyright these? Can we start, start shipping these ideas out to studios? Potentially, I don't know. Um let's see. Well I'm we- I've I covered the other side of that question with uh, with it, uh, as to what horror f- your films should stop making sequels, uh, and it said the uh, opinions on horror movie franchises can vary wildly among audiences, which obviously we we all know. But one franchise that has received criticism for its declining quality in sequels is what are you saying? Um, Nightmare on Elm Street. It's the Saw series. Oh, of course. While the original Saw <laughs> film was praised for its unique concept and twisty plot, some of the subsequent sequels were seen as repetitive and focused more on Gore and sh- Shock Value rather than compelling storytelling.
0: Yeah, correct. Correct, chat GPT. You you got it right. This is a this is an incredible bit of software, isn't it? This? It is, yeah. It's a scary bit of software sometimes. <laughs> Um let's see. Uh I have asked what the worst horror movie is, and it's given me five. Um got oh, nine from outer space. Uh directed by Ed Wood. This low budget science fiction horror film is often regarded as one of the worst movies ever made due to its amateurish acting, nonsensical plot, and laughable special effects. I want to see that now. Called two, this... which of course we know about. It's got a, a cult following though, hasn't it, Part Nines? I must admit, I've never seen it. Um But why not? Give it a go. Let's see, bird demic shock and terror. This independent horror film is infamous for its abysmal, abysmal. Uh sure, why not? Production values, wooden performances, and laughably bad CGI effects depicting killer birds attacking a small town. Um, and for some reason, it says the room, and then it said, Well, not, not strictly horror. I'm not even going to read it because it's not horror film, idiots. And number five, Manos the Hands of Fate, often cited as one of the worst films ever made. Manos the Hands of Fate suffers from a convoluted plot, poor acting, and technical incompetence. Well, you know what? There's gonna those films are gonna make it into our uh April Fool's. Fool's gold i think um (laughs) um, yeah because um i'll watch any of them except the room uh i'm 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 not part of the crowd that thinks the room is ironically or ironically funny i think it's just shit um sorry to say (laughs) Uh, have you done another one or
1: uh, no, I'm I'm pretty. I'm I'm drawing a blank on what other questions we have.
0: <laughs> well, I will just ask it. What is the best horror movie? Um, because it won't answer me what's its favourite, so I'll ask what's the best, and I'll just quickly reel them off. Okay, uh, the best horror movie, The Exorcist. We we know that Psycho, correct the shining also correct halloween kind of correct <laughs> silence of the lambs very good correct uh all, well yeah those are all good i think uh, those are a bit of a cop out really aren't they guess it's i've asked it the best and not your favorite uh because even even you and i can reel off we probably could have reeled those off ourselves um you know based on what we know about what people like and what the best ones are. So uh Pretty much. Yeah, those ones are boring answers. You you're boring, you're
1: basic. Uh I mean said the shining. That's what's... what I'd say. Well <laughs> you know I probably I'm quite happy
0: to, to go with psycho. I mean is not any but what does it know? Uh <laughs> I don't think we've got any more questions that we need to ask it. Um No, I think chat chat GPT has acquitted itself very well. Well done, sir, or madam, or they them. I imagine the chat GPTs are they them because uh you know who are we to assume? Uh, right, lovely. We've done it. We've achieved yet another delicious sandwich. Um we've made it. We talked some, about some stuff, um, and next week we're going back to depressing with uh, The Last House on the Left. But we'll also be joined by the Shoot the Hostage podcast, so that'll be nice. Very um, good. Looking forward to that one. Yes, me too. Uh, well, no, I'm not necessarily looking forward to it, but I'm looking forward to talking to Sarah and Dan from that podcast. All right. Well, let's go then anyway uh we'll go you should go either listen to the next thing on your list or actually get on with some housework or or something do so we live um yeah yeah gavia right bye
1: bye bye